You are listening to the Prosperous Pet Business Podcast with pet business coach Kristen Morrison, episode number 134. Welcome to the Prosperous Pet Business Podcast, where it's all about pet business challenges, real coaching, and real solutions to help you thrive in your pet business and in your life. And now, here's your host, pet business coach, Kristen Morrison. Hi, pet business owners. I am so happy to be releasing this episode for you today. This is an episode that was released recently on the Business Pathfinder podcast, my other podcast that is for all types of business owners. Now, even though the coaching client that I'm working with on the Business Pathfinder in this episode is not a pet business owner, in fact, the near opposite of a pet business owner, that's all I'm going to share right now, you will probably relate to a lot of what my coaching client in this episode is grappling with. She feels alone a lot of the time. There's a lot of hyper-independence and self-reliance, which I have noticed with a lot of you pet business owners that I've coached, a lot of you have that. And that is something that a lot of self-employed people have. It is what gives them the drive and the energy a lot of times to be able to go after their dreams and to turn something that is nothing into an actual business venture. And so that takes a lot of determination. It takes a lot of willpower. It takes a lot of inner resources and strength But what happens is there's also that other part of the business owners that I coach, a lot of them anyway, that have a hard time asking for help. In fact, by the time they coach with me, they're usually just so depleted and exhausted that they kind of throw down the towel and say, help me. Like I either need to let this go or I need to change it up entirely what do I do? You know, that's a lot of what I work with when I'm coaching people, not always, but a lot. So this episode, like I said, is on the Business Pathfinder podcast. I wanted to share it with you in its entirety. And because I feel like there may be a lot of you listeners that perhaps haven't yet heard the podcast, the other podcasts that I do. And also, I just knew that so many of you would be able to relate to this coaching session that I do with Alex. So without further ado, here is the Business Pathfinder podcast. I hope you enjoy this episode of Business Pathfinder. And if you'd like to subscribe to Business Pathfinder, you can find it wherever you're listening to this right now. If we're skirting around it, it's like we can be a victim in the vortex of that. And we can feel like we're doing the work, but really we're afraid perhaps to really go in.
Welcome to the Business Pathfinder Podcast, a portal for business and life transformation. Your host is holistic business and life coach, Kristen Morrison. Kristen combines practical, step-by-step instruction with intuition and gut instinct to help business owners move towards clarity and expansion in their professional and personal lives. Each episode is a live coaching session with a business owner, entrepreneur, or innovator who feels stuck, confused, or overwhelmed and can't see a way forward. Within the session, the path often becomes clear. All sessions are real, raw, and relatable. Enjoy. Hi there. I am so happy to be with you today. This episode with Alex, oh my goodness. I I don't even have words to describe it, but I will find words and I will share about it in just a moment with you. Before I do that, though, I want to let you know that next month, the 28-day Business and Life Boot Camp for Badass Women is happening. Oh, ah, it is going to be amazing because listeners from all over the world are attending It is only for women, sorry guys, and it is going to help you create daily habits that will support you in creating work-life balance, which can be so elusive. And I have found really the secret for me and my coaching clients is really to create daily ongoing habits to keep you in the lane of that work-life balance. It's like if you've ever done bowling, right? It's like bumper bowl <laughs> that kids do, right? They have those bumpers in place to help them actually knock down the pins. That is what daily habits can do. And this is going to be a process that is going to help you be accountable. You're going to have support from your teammates. You're going to be matched in a small group of business owners who will keep you on track and who you will help keep on track. And uh, it's just going to be incredible. So you can find out more by going to the show notes page, which is kristenmorrison.com forward slash podcast 31. That is the number 31. Or you can go to kristenmorrison.com forward slash bootcamp. Again, kristenmorrison.com forward slash bootcamp. So here we go with the session with Alex. I want to share just a bit about this really deep and powerful session that I had with Alex. And I'm not saying that because I was the coach working with her. I'm saying that because of what happened during this session that really was not what Alex and I were expecting. As I've mentioned in prior podcast episodes, I often have ideas at the beginning of a coaching session of where I think the session may end up. But what I have to do is constantly sweep out my expectations when I'm working with a client because it's really about listening to them. It's listening to their business. It's listening to often what is behind their business challenge or struggle or their life challenge or struggle, which is then impacting their business. And so I have to get out of my own way in order to help 
us find the way. And that is not always easy, but that is my task when I am working with my coaching clients, whether I'm working with them in the podcast or privately. This is my work. This is what I do. And also the coaching client has to be willing to go in the direction that I am feeling and thinking that this is where the business wants to go, which is where their spirit in essence wants to go, right? It's like their soul. I'm really listening to the soul of the person I'm working with. I'm listening to the soul of the business. And together, if we're both willing, me and my coaching client, to really get out of the way and see where to go and to then go in that direction, even if it seems strange, odd, you know, whatever the case may be, if we're willing to go, often we end up really where we need to end up and where we'll be most beneficial for my coaching client. And in this case, Alex. And in this case, we did do that. So this session, it again, it's hard for me to even put words into it. So I'll start by saying Alex is a software engineer. She turned um, into an entrepreneur a few years ago, and she helps business owners with technology. She has a really cool membership called Tech Club. And I am so lit up by this membership that she has that, you know, I am telling people in my life about it because I see the impact that it can have on people's businesses and the impact that Alex is having on business owners who are struggling with technology issues. So Alex will be sharing about Tech Club and you'll hear more about the logistics of it in this coaching session. What happened in this coaching session though is at first, you know, we talked about Tech Club, but then we talked about something very different, which is some things that happened in Alex's childhood or one incident in particular. So our conversation at the beginning of this session may at first seem like it's not relevant to Alex's business, but I kept it in there because it sets the stage for where we end up going in this session, in the middle and in the end, okay? So it may seem like, why are they talking about Poland? Why are they talking about Alex's childhood? You know, why is this coming into play in a business coaching session? And you're going to find out why this was so important as you listen to this coaching session. So Alex is one of those entrepreneurs, and maybe you are too, who starts projects really well, like Tech Club. And you'll hear about the really good start that she had when she started Tech Club. But then her projects sometimes fizzle out. So we bring who we are into our business. And if we're not conscious and aware of what we learned about money and about work and about life and about the way we move through the world, 
if we don't consciously become aware of that, of what we've learned from our parents and our grandparents, simply by observing, we may unconsciously carry those parental beliefs that aren't ours into our lives as adults. And the same thing can happen when we have childhood wounds that have not yet been healed. They can profoundly impact how we run our business. And you'll hear that this is the case with Alex. Now, I, at various times in my life, have been someone that has not really wanted to look at you know, my own childhood wounds, as well as, you know, I've had this thought of like, when we're looking at childhood wounds, we're a victim to the past, you know, I went through that stage in my life. And what I have since realized is that if we are not aware of how our childhood wounds have impacted us, they will continue to impact us in our adult lives. We are, in essence, kids in adult bodies in that case. And that's what can happen when we have triggers, right? When we feel like we're at the whim of our vast emotions that kind of take us down or take us under. Something happens. Maybe it's even a small thing that happens in our life. Somebody, you know, cuts in front of us on the freeway and we lose our shit. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So in this case, you are going to hear how something happened. It's like cause and effect. Something happened in Alex's childhood And it has continued to run her life and her business behind the scenes. Now, what you may see on the outside with Alex, which I did too in the beginning, and she has in her life, is somebody who is very self-aware, someone who is very independent, bordering on hyper-independence, okay? She is self-reliant. She is able to create things in her life, to move through barriers that to many people would be very challenging. She has cultivated and developed that skill in her life and in her business. That being said, what has been actually running the show is something very different. So the hyper-independent part of her, the very strong part of her is the one who is creating the really good starts, but the one who is behind the scenes, that, you know, childhood part of her, that these wounds that have not been healed at that deep level or these unmet needs that have not been met are then causing that good start to then fizzle out. And as you're listening to this session, I want you to be thinking about how you might be experiencing perhaps something similar in your business or your life that Alex is going through in her current life. Maybe her childhood and what she went through is very different. Maybe you didn't have the 
traumatic experience that Alex had, which she touches on briefly in the session. But what I want you to just be aware of is that there may be things that happened to you as a kid that are now running the show. And I, for the past few years, have become really fascinated and have really been looking at in my own life as well as in my coaching clients' lives when I'm working with them, really looking at, you know, what are the traumatic incidences that happened to them as a kid? What happened to me as a kid? Because it's very hard to go through life, you know, unscathed as a kid, right? You may have had things happen. Now, I am not a therapist, nor do I pretend to be. (laughs) That is not what I am here to do. But what I am here to do is to call attention to the stuck places or even the places that may be unseen by my coaching client. But as we tease things out, I am putting the pieces together For example, something happens in childhood, that's a puzzle piece, and then they're telling me about something that is currently happening in their life or their business, that's another puzzle piece. And often those puzzle pieces go together. And so as a result of me working on my own trauma, I am able to help at least begin the process of leading somebody through looking at how this trauma may be impacting them, okay? I'm not working with them in a psychological sense, but I am helping them begin to put the pieces together and then they can begin beyond the session to do the work, whether that be with a therapist, you know, whether that be in the modality that I talked to Alex about today, which you will hear about, Now, the other thing, the final thing that I want to share with you before we go into this coaching session, and I know this is a very long intro, but it feels important because of what you will hear in this episode, and that is that Alex touches upon for a brief moment about her thoughts about suicide, and I know that may be a very triggering topic for some of you. And so if that's the case, I just wanted to offer a trigger warning here that that does come up and, you know, we just touch on it briefly. So it's not like we're delving into it, but there are a number of, of things in this, in this podcast episode that you will hear that may trigger you or maybe even like touch on some trauma for yourself. So because of that, I really want you to take care of yourself while you're listening. If you need to pause this and come back to it, that's fine. If you are able to listen to this episode in its entirety, I would really encourage you to do that because there is a very specific middle and an end. And if you are able to listen to the whole journey of this coaching session, you will be able to find some relief, I think, along with Alex in really listening to the session in its entirety as it was 
coached (laughs) in its entirety. And so thank you for being a listener. And I'm really excited for you to hear this session with Alex. Hi, Alex. How are you? I am doing well. How are you? I am good. I'm good. So tell me a little bit about actually where are you located, first of all? Poland. I've been to Poland and I love it. I have. That's rare. Yeah, I know. I've been to Krakow. Yeah. Good choice. Beautiful. I know. No, I have not. Okay, because those two are are yes connected. Krakow is excellent. Did you also get to go to the mountains? No, I didn't. Well, then you should come again. I would love to. Yeah, I would love to. I really loved Poland. Yeah, so what, what I saw of you, it. Do you have like roots? You know, uh, no. Um, my my boyfriend and I, my boyfriend at the time, uh, he really wanted to go to Auschwitz oh, to yeah. see it. Yeah. And he is German and he felt mm-hmm. a lot of guilt. Yeah. Over what had happened. Yeah. And so he really felt like it was important to go. And it was very intense. You know, we went to Auschwitz, I think it's called, right? Is that correct? Auschwitz? Auschwitz. That's it. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's a a very hard one. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, we went, we went there and, um, oh, it was so intense. And it was, it was interesting because, you know, we, we went to, we went there and then we went to, um, there's another one. It starts with a B, I think. I forget. Birken, mm. Birkenau. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, you've been we to went both there. of them. Oh, okay. Yes, we went there as well. Yeah. So did yeah. he find a little bit of peace? Uh, he did that. actually. I mean, it was it was really gut wrenching to be there, but yes. he did, and and I did too. You know that really has touched me deeply. You know what happened there, and you know all the lives that were lost, and so anyway, it was just um, that was the reason that we went, and we ended up really being very glad we went yeah yeah that's a, that's a very special uh trip i have a couple of uh personal stories um mm-hmm. some of the very personal connected yeah. to those times etc because my grandmother mm-hmm. her mother they were in camps not in oh. not in these camps in german camps and then oh. i had like a personal story with with that but yeah um there is, I, you know, people don't think about it. I, I didn't think about it for it for, for a while, but just, it just hit me this year that there is a lot of guilt um, mm-hmm. in the German people. And of course it's still there. Um, yeah, of course. Regarding what happened and um, that it holds us, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of a clutch. There is guilt. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. And trauma, it's, it's, it's a traumatic yes experience yes um even just to know about it is traumatic 
And right. it is, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Just now. Yeah. I know. Me too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice so. Yes. Yeah. I'm really glad uh, that we went. We also went to um, uh, the Czech Republic to uh, Prague. Prague. Which, yes. Which is my one of my favorite cities in the whole world. <laughs> I love it so much. Yeah, I love the history. Yeah. Yes, it's rich. I mean, there's a lot of just history. History is all over here. Are you, do you come from America? Are you American? Yes, yes, I am. Right. Yes, so, I am American. Right. It's a whole, you know, different world. Uh, it is. Yeah, our here. old year, our old year is like 200 years old. Yes, house. exactly. You know, maybe that that's very old here. 200 years old yes yeah yes yes it's, it's it's cool because it's diversity you know europeans want to go to america americans want to go to europe so uh-huh. it's like you know the grass is always yeah. greener on the exactly other side. Yes, that's yes, right yes. that's right so tell me about your business and what you most need help with i would love to find out about what it is you do perfect yes so since um we were corresponding about this podcast a little bit. Things shifted a little bit, but I think yeah. it's a perfect time to, to actually have this discussion. So thank you so much for having me. Um, so um, I am an automations maverick and I am an IT engineer. Uh-huh. And so um, I have experience in the in a lot of tech, basically. I can mm-hmm. code, but I mostly deal with no-code uh, automations unless mm-hmm. there's a serious need for coding. Mm-hmm. And um, my offer stack, I think, will explain uh, pretty uh, well what I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so um, the first tier is um, a small tool in Trello uh, called Follow Up mm-hmm. Franny. So it's mm-hmm. automated. It's a, it's a mini CRM that works in a free version mm-hmm. of Trello, and it's very very special. Wow. And uh, there's no subscription. It's just uh, a one-time, tiny, you know, small one-time payment. And mm-hmm. it just has taken my follow-up to the next level. I created the tools to solve the problem, basically. So that was something wow. that I created for myself. I wasn't following uh-huh. up with people. You know, I was losing business because of that. Oh. I created so a it's a that. follow-up tool. Yes. Okay. Yes, yes, uh-huh. yes. It's flexible and it sends you emails, etc. Uh-huh. And so... Um, so this kind of gives you an idea of um, my approach to, to to things. I'm a problem solver, of course. Uh, you know, an engineer. I always look for optimizations. Like anytime, yeah. anytime I see anywhere, it's actually uh, unnerving. Uh, yes. <laughs> I want to optimize things. You know. Great. <laughs> so uh, that's that's the one tool. And then I have the thing that I was uh, writing to you about is uh, Tech Club. It's my small offer for solopreneurs uh-huh. that. Uh, build their own tech but they sometimes need a little bit of tech support because they get stuck or they don't know how to do something and you know you, you can watch you know hours of videos on youtube and none of mm-hmm. them actually takes you through the process of setting up your sales page and delivering the product and then you know your email marketing etc like a to z yeah that's what i do in tech club it oh, has hours okay. and hours of, of training there and it's people driven so um the moment you sign up, you can you can get to the training and this training on creating your landing pages, like in different uh, software. You have Squarespace, you have WordPress, you have Cardco, and uh, 
courses, anything really that, that a solopreneur needs, uh, mostly an expert or a coach. Um, so in that area. Um, mm -hmm. And then we meet every other week uh, for 90 minutes and you can come to the live session. I'm basically there to solve your issues. So you can bring any wow. technical issue. That's fantastic. Yes. Uh, yes, this is a very special offer. And uh -huh. I can sort that to you. Like for, uh -huh. for instance, my uh, one of my uh, members had bought some software that ha uh, has an AI component that helps you create to-do lists. And she's like, I bought this thing, but I don't know how to use it. So I just figured out, you know, on the spot how to use it um, and helped her with that. So that's the kind of, you know, wow. thing that we sort there. Yes. And it's people driven. Like you tell me what it is that you want to learn what it is that you want to set up. I, I, I tell you if it's the, the good solution or not for you. And if there's no training on that, I record the mm -hmm. training on that and I put it in tech club. Wow. It's so interesting because I just coached somebody right before this who has a software system that she is using and she needs, there's just like a simple thing. She thinks it's simple, but the software founder has not been able to figure out how to actually give her what she wants. Mm. On the software that she's paying quite a lot of money for each month. Yeah. 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 And so I would imagine things like that happen, right? They do. They do. It's so developing software. <laughs> sometimes we as users, we think, oh, it's just one checkbox. Yes. You know, why yes. can't you add a checkbox? Uh -huh. Uh -huh. But there's a database structure underneath sure. and there's things that are happening and you don't know the connections in there and it can be very That's complex. That's true. Because mm -hmm. that one checkbox can change everything in your dashboard, yeah. for instance, right? Yes. Like how data is represented. And yeah. So, yeah. So and she's not the only one, you know, they yeah. have thousands of users. So, you know, though right. they'd like to do that just for her, they can't. But, you know, she's thinking, how can I do this in a way that is actually going to be easier? Because she ends up having to go to Google Docs to access what she needs. Anyway, that's mm -hmm. her issue. But what I am aware of, first of all, is that at least in America, and I don't know about Poland, but in America, it's pretty rare that a woman is an engineer, like a, a software engineer, is that the same in Poland? No, oh, yeah, it's a it's a big problem. Yeah, because when I was so when I was studying, when I was studying my studies, that must have been twenty years ago. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> I was beginning my studies, and uh, mm -hmm. there was there were twelve girls and um, three hundred guys. Wow. And over the years, I think after two years or three years, seven of us were left, um, the girls. Mm -hmm. And then we finished that. And I always thought that there were going to be more uh, women engineers, naturally, as everywhere, you know, we just yeah. proliferate, we, we go out to the world, you know. But I read that it is actually declining so yeah. STEM is as uh, science, uh, technology, engineering, and mathematics. You know, mm -hmm. it, it, it's a big issue. There's not enough. Um, wow. There's not enough women. Yeah, and um, from why is that an issue? I, yes. I mean, I so, think I have ideas, but I'm wondering why. 
they can be very interesting because mm-hmm. uh, from what I've seen um, in the corporate world, it's about confidence. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, yeah, it's so much about confidence. Mm-hmm. Um, so after I um, stopped working in IT, I, I actually became a confidence coach for, uh, for women because mm-hmm. I had that part. I'm not saying that I'm super confident. I am, I am not, but it's just higher, you know, th- yeah. than, um, than the level for other women. And then what that causes is, and this is, I think, a bigger issue, is there are not enough good mm, female managers because they are not confident, so mm-hmm. they are not the best managers. They can be bitchy. Mm-hmm. Let's just, yeah. let's just yeah. say that. Yes. And then the woman who could have support from a woman higher uh, in the organization doesn't really get it because the, the other one is frightened, etc. And it's just like a whole big, uh, uh, whole big thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe the beginning is also, you know, women don't think that they are smart enough to become um, engineers. And you have to have um, a, a, like, I was actually talking about to my best friend about it. We started at the same level. She's actually smarter than me, mm-hmm. but she didn't end up like the moment. We were always like together, 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 you know, just um, uh, um, primary school, high school. And then she didn't go become an engineer i'm like what the hell happened wow. what went wrong here i mean yeah. we're just talking about it like 20 years later wow. and she told me that you know her grandmother uh would always like push her and just compare her to others and say oh the son of our friends here is doing this and that and they always had all these high expectations so she finally ended up going uh to study something that would give her high rates so that those expectations oh. can be met. And I think she would wow. be a fantastic engineer. She's actually following this path now. Uh, like it took uh-huh. her 20 years to get here. Yeah, so, I was thinking it's not yeah. too late for her. Yeah. But isn't it amazing how that um, our parents, our grandparents, you know, the lineage and how that the the communication that happens between let's say in this instance grandparents with her parents with her perhaps because it does go down the line usually that kind of critical parent right or critical grandparent or perfectionistic parent how that can then have impact in our adult life if we don't wake up and go is this the life I want? As kids, we just go, well, I have to do what my parents want me to do. It's a survival mechanism, right? Yes. Yeah. But at a certain point, if we don't wake up and go, is this the life I want to live? Then, you know, we could die living somebody else's life. Mm-hmm. Right. On our deathbed. Yeah. Exactly. And so yeah. the wake up call, I mean, it's, I'm really happy that it sounds like she is waking up to perhaps her calling, right? Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and she's so good at that. I mean, she's not becoming an engineer, but she's following a path in yeah. her company that Beautiful. You know, engineers might. And I can just, uh-huh. I appreciate her mind, you know, so much. Yeah. Uh, so I'm very happy, you know, that this uh-huh. is happening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But also, um, 
I mean, they didn't have the knowledge that we have, you know, our parents, our grandparents, etc. So it's just like that's true. Possibly blame them, and I can see well, that my friends just raise their children differently. Exactly, like, we have yeah. so many materials. It's incredible. We do, and uh, also most people do the best they can at that time, right? I think we so, always do. We do. If yeah. we could do it differently, we would. And so, exactly. or at least most of us would. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And so blaming yeah. isn't the path to freedom. It's really just coming, getting in touch with ourselves and seeing, is this the life I want to live? Is this the work I want to do? Am I simply following the path of what, you know, was laid out before me by my parents or grandparents? So I just think that's a really important point since this is business pathfinder, right? And it's all about how can we find our path? Mm-hmm. And you have done that, like in spite of being such a minority in terms of your gender of being an engineer here and the work that you're doing now. And so when you wrote in and filled out the application, what was it that you were struggling with? And is that what you're currently struggling with? Let's talk about that so we can get you some help and relief. Right. So what I was hoping to get uh, from meeting with you was um, back then it was filling uh, Tech Club, finding more people uh, to join Tech Club because I do have this idea that Tech Club, uh, which is my membership, uh, can become like a global, you know, big movement because Mm -hmm. there's so much need for it. Yes. But I do struggle with feeling it with uh, with people. Um, and perhaps, Why? Why is um, that? Yeah. So I think the first um, time I filled it with, with people, like when I launched it, um, mm-hmm. so I have a pattern in me that I haven't been able to break. Uh, mm-hmm. I coach myself a lot, and I know a lot of modalities as well. So. Yeah, weird at a point. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Well, you know, so they get weird. What's the worst that can happen? <laughs> I know, right? This is, no one I mean, we could me. we could name it. We could go. This is getting a little weird now. You know. <laughs> oh well. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so what's what's your pattern? So my pattern is I start well, mm-hmm. and then and then I stop. And then I just like, yeah, I have okay. good starts. I have, you have good, good start. Starts. Okay. Yes. Okay. There's a lot yes. of people like you and yeah. there's some people that like have good starts and good middles and not good endings, mm. but there's never anyone who just has a good ending, right? <laughs> not possible. Just to get there to, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You have to, you have to be able to do the start, the middle and then get to the end. Yes. And so, um, tell me more about the start. So you start, are you feeling excited, motivated? And then what happens? Yes. So I have to feel excited. I am very excited. I, I, in general, I have to be excited yeah. about the thing that I'm doing. Yeah. Uh, that's why I, I stopped working in the corporate because that was mm-hmm. like, I went too high in the hierarchy. And I said, this is not, you know, sparking joy yeah. anymore. Uh, so, um, yeah, with follow up Friday, for instance, and with tech club, I guess so I figured out I had an idea for tech club and I started it within a week. 
wow. Yeah. It was just like, Ooh. yeah, I'm doing this. This is great. Yeah. I'm just yeah. going to do it. And I did it, you know? So, yeah. And I filled it. Uh, okay. What does filling really it look cool. like? How many people, what did that look like? Uh, so I, I wanted 20, but I didn't mm-hmm. have a lot of success with this before. So I knew that there wasn't going to be, you know, 20. Mm-hmm. And I thought realistically it was going to be maybe like 10, 11, but I actually filled it with 15 people. So wow. I said, this is actually really good. Yeah, it is good for beta. You know, it sounds yes. like you're testing because, it out. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Right. And I didn't have like a big launch process because I'm mm-hmm. not into that as much. I just mm-hmm. had like one uh, webinar, I think. And I was mm-hmm. telling people and they were just getting excited. They were just like, yeah, yeah tech, I just like they were already, you know, marketing tech club for me before even joining, before it even started. I was like, <laughs> what, the, what the hell is going on here? Right. <laughs> So that's, those yeah. are my starts, you know? Okay, that's good. Yeah. That's a good start. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, and then just, what? It just started to kind of die off, you know? And it's just, if I don't... Because uh-huh. um, I, I got um, most of my members from this networking event that, that I go to. Okay. And I, you know, in my mind, even though there's a lot of new people every single week, I made it in my mind that, you know, that source has dried, which is, oh, it cannot be true. No. Because there's like 500 people there every week and yeah. 15 of them were in tech club. So that is like, logically, oh. it makes no sense. No. Yeah. Is there a scarcity yeah. mentality that you have? Do you think? Yes. Do you think? Okay. Towards certain things. Yes. And this. Okay. You know, I never knew about this before I started entrepreneurship and I had always been Mm -hmm. very successful and making tons and tons of money. Entrepreneurship just changed everything for me. It's like, it's like, you know, it's dragging me through the mud and I'm like, yeah, Yeah, interesting (laughs) because so you in, in your corporate work, you had somebody else doing the starts, right? There you go. Yes. Well, yes, yes. I like to work for somebody. I'm like, I don't know. Yes, it's also that. So you're spot on with that. Uh So I'm wondering, sometimes it's just changing something in the way that we look at something. Yes. Okay. I know you know this. Yes. Uh So a lot of entrepreneurs think I don't work for anybody. But they actually do. They work for their customers. They work for their clients. Mm. They do. Mm-hmm. And so I'm That's wondering, true. yeah. So you said, I really, I like to work for someone. Yeah, I've got to write this down. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so I'm wondering if there's something for you around, it might be, some people work best in community too. So there can be a loneliness that happens for entrepreneurs. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's a big topic for me. Is it? Yes. It has also been a big topic, like loneliness throughout uh, uh, my life. Because uh, mm-hmm. my sister died when we were kids, you know, and it's just, just me. And so that was, you know. Uh, yeah, I've worked through a lot of things. Yeah, I get it. I can tell you've done a lot of work on yourself. Yes, but still, 
but still there's there's something there. I'm alone. I'm all alone. Right. Oh my God. You're like, yeah, I had this conversation with a psychologist. Like I (laughs) use those words. Yeah. I'm all alone. Yes. And so what may be happening, I'm just sort of like feeling into this situation. Okay. I'm feeling the energy of it for lack of a better, I don't, you know, know how to explain what it is that I do, except to say that I kind of can feel the energy of it. Oh, that's a wonderful thing. Yeah. I'm grateful for it. Yeah. So what I am feeling is, tell me if this doesn't feel right for you or if it does, I'd love to know that. But as I feel into this, it's like you have stepped into entrepreneurship out of excitement. Okay. Like I'm going to make my way and you're, you've got the confidence you know, you're a go-getter. That part that is, I'm all alone, can also be like someone who can break through any barrier. That's the nature of, you know, being all alone. It's like you kind of have to, right? Your own person in a way. So just bear with me here. Let me just finish this thought. So, As an entrepreneur, if you're thinking and feeling I'm all alone, you know, there may be this burst of people surrounding your tech club, but then I'm all, I'm all alone. You know, that part of you at you know, at the end of the day, you're alone. Is this like, is any of this resonating with you at all? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking about it. Because one of the things that it's like, I, in my mind only create a vacuum. And that that is the scarcity mindset. I think the scarcity is a regard mm-hmm. is in people. And which, mm. which is total bullshit because I, I know tons of people and, and people really like me and resonate with me. Yep. You know, like logically, yep. it makes no sense. I'm a social butterfly. Yeah. But I sat here in my room and I started to say, the, the person that you don't want to have together in, in the room with you is your brain. That is not right. your friend. Just like, it's it true. Is, he, is, he is the worst. Yeah. And I forget that vacuum and i forget all the amazing revenue testimonial reviews Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. that i got and it's like everything i heard it's beautiful our scars are there to remind us that our past actually happened And it's like, for me, you know, it's, it's in the past. It didn't happen. Like, I always have to, you know, recreate from scratch. And I have very little, mm-hmm. even though I am a, an ambitious, successful person, I have very little regard for my own successes, I think. Like, I know people mm-hmm. are impressed with me. I'm like, Pfft. yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, so yeah. It's just, 
there's something there. So this is very good. A vacuum. Mm-hmm. vacuum. It's like, and you go to that place of I'm all alone. So we can, you know, for those of us and most of us humans have had challenges as kids. Yeah. Um, very few of us have actually healed from those challenges consciously. Mm-hmm. And even with therapy, you know, we might like scratch the surface of it, but not really like dive into that pain that was there as a kid. Because it's terrifying. But what I have found in my own life, and I've had traumatic things happen to me as a kid. Um, and, you know, for a long time, I thought, I've, I've healed that. You know, I actually would kind of look down on people that were still, like, wrestling right. with their childhood demons. You know, it's like, get over yeah. it, people. You know, it yeah. seemed very, like, victim-y to me. Like, they yes. were a victim, you know. But the thing is, is that if we're not, if we're skirting around it, it's like we're we can be a victim in the vortex of that. Yeah. And we can feel like we're doing the work, but really we're afraid perhaps to do like to really go in and we're doing it around the pole instead. Yeah. Or like a toilet bowl, right? Yeah. (laughs) The water (laughs) swirls around like, you know, it's like swirling and swirling, but you know, it's a broken toilet. It doesn't actually go down. And so we're in the shit, right? It's like, we're just swirling and swirling and swirling. And it's like, okay, so for me, what I had to do is really look at, I have been skirting around the pain. How can I actually go in to it? Mm-hmm. Because what I was doing was I was overworking as a way to not feel and overworking causes adrenaline. It can be a really seductive addiction yes, because it's the adrenaline. It's the energy gets created from that. Even if you're really tired, Um, people can look and say, you're so successful. Right. And you go, "Eh," Mm because it's not actually scratching the itch. That is there. Yes. So it's not. And so what I can tell you from my, my own experience, how I've gone into that, you know, after many years of skirting around is to really work with that trauma. And one of the ways that I do it is something called breath work. Um, it's circular breathing and you can find YouTube videos on it. And it is such a simple process, but I found it to be profoundly impactful for me in terms of really, yeah, actually like meeting it and moving through it 
because it's the breath. It's like things get stuck in the body, you know? I can feel like that you are getting there because I am getting tense. Uh-huh. So move your jaw a little bit, you know, move your jaw, move your body a little bit. Just, you know, it can be scary to think about this, right? And we're not, it's not like we're going to go there. We're just, we are just exploring. We're in a curiosity phase right now of like, huh, I wonder what's going on with Alex here. Like, Alex Mm. is really great at starting. Really great. Like, you know, millions of gold stars great. (laughs) Really. So great that you have people who haven't even attended the tech club who are saying, you got to check this out. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty crazy. Pretty pretty amazing. (laughs) Actually, I'm going to like take the crazy out and I'm going to say, I'm going to really acknowledge the incredible, incredibleness of that. And it's you, like it's, it's who you are. And so it's like, how can we get Alex to actually go to the middle of that and take it like all the way through? Yeah, move your jaw uh-huh. around. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, it is coming. Uh-huh. And so going back to what I was talking about, which may seem totally unrelated to business. No, but, no, it's all related. Yeah, it is. Like how we do one thing is how we do everything. And how mm-hmm. we run our business is how we live our life. How we live our life is how we run our business. So everything's connected, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. So breath work. What it is, is it's circular breathing. Okay. It's taking a deep breath. And then releasing, like you would be dropping just a tissue, okay? Not like forcing the exhale. Mm-hmm. And, and then taking another deep breath. And you're opening your mouth. You know, there, like I said, there are videos on it. And I can actually send you a link to, um, it's like an online membership that I, that I participate in that I really get a lot of value from. There are people all over the world who, who do this, you know? on zoom. And so what can happen is there's something called tetany that can happen with the breath work, the circular breathing, which is the hands kind of curl up. It sounds weird. Just bear with me. And what that is, is it's tension in the body. Like we hold tension in our arms and our fingers. And it's like the breath is like working its way kind of through all those tense spots and it requires actually getting tense, but then with the exhales, it's, you know, releasing it. It is so powerful. Feelings may come up. Memories can come up. Mm. I had, um, this podcast idea come up from a breathwork session So you're here in front of me now because of a breathwork session that I did, you know, to start Mm -hmm. the podcast and have it be in this format. So, and you know, some people may not get anything from breathwork, but I get the feeling that you may really resonate with it. 
So that has been a real powerful healer for me in terms of really going into those stuck places from the body, from the body's perspective, Mm -hmm. because the mind can only go so far, right? We can think about something and talk about something till, you know, forever. And, you know, and it may create relief. We may actually feel a sense of freedom and peace for a while. But what I have found is for me, like the most powerful, potent gateway is the body and Mm -hmm. the breath, like really bringing in the breath to those stuck places where there may be tension, fear, anger, you know, those feelings that we may have repressed out of survival as kids you know, your sister dies. And it's like, how do you deal with that as a kid? You can't even process that. Even Mm -hmm. if you have the best therapist in the world, it's going to be pretty hard as a kid to be able to process that, you know, and now here you are an adult. And it seems like there's this thing of I'm alone. And that may be one of the barriers to you, like actually being able to kind of wake up and go, actually, I'm not alone. Yeah. Actually, I am rich in friends. I may be alone in my room here doing my work, but I am deeply connected to many people. And I am loved beyond measure. Yeah. That is, it just fits to a lot of things that happen. Um, Yeah. And, you know, um, uh, being an engineer, having an analytical mind, I've also studied psychobiology, which is a field that um, heals diseases using the power of mind and words. So I'm always a believer in in uh, in the mind, mm-hmm. and the body is always like, well, that's that's going to be temporary. But mm. recently, I've been reading, you know, accident. I don't think so about mm. breath more. And I actually started a book yesterday titled mm. "Breath" by James Nestor. Which is <laughs> 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 and yeah I had known about the book and I hadn't been reading in a while and like yesterday just some something like you know I was, I was supposed to be working and it's 11 and I'm like yeah I, I just want to read a book and mm-hmm. and I said I went to my kindle I'm like I'm just gonna pick you know whatever something's gonna speak to me and I just scroll mm-hmm. I'm like okay this one so there's mm-hmm. that and that loneliness, like I told you, I had already known that it was, and I had already done a lot of work. Like I do past life regressions mm-hmm. and I have some shamanic, very weird skills as well. Mm-hmm. And I have worked with healers, but there's always something there. Mm-hmm. And there was a one time 
in my life. Like this is when you said I am all alone. This is what it hit me because um, I don't know how much time we have. Maybe we, we have time. <laughs> we have time. Uh, so um, I I had been depressed in my life uh, when I was um, so I was working um, as a team leader of seventy people at, at my work. I was also a vice president. Uh, so I know what it means to, you know, overwork yourself. I was a mm-hmm. vice president of a canine search and rescue organization. There was 70 mm-hmm. hours of work every week and I entered a toxic relationship. And half a year later, I started to have memory, memory blackouts. And one on one day, I just didn't get out of bed. And the wow. next day I was diagnosed with depression and I couldn't work for 18 months. Wow. Um, a long story short, but mm-hmm. after I got from that, I, I got another job in IT. I became a coach, blah, blah, blah. And uh, there was this um, one time in my life uh, that um, I was already out of the depression. Like now I know it's not going to return. I'm completely mm-hmm. healed. From, I know where it came from. It's just all, you know, in, in a box, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but back then, when you are depressed, you often, after you heal, you worry that it's going to uh, come back. Like any person mm-hmm. that has depression, they're like, mm-hmm. you know, they're just like trying to yeah. maintain, maintain status quo. And I was still in that stage and um, something happened um, um, with guys basically. And uh, it was a Friday. I just started to feel um, very weird on a Thursday afternoon. And mm-hmm. then, uh, like very like shaky mm-hmm. and I was fine before that and on Friday it was just like escalating to a weird level and uh, the second part of the day on Friday I just wanted to commit suicide wow like I it was just there was just void yeah uh, nothing made sense it was very sudden, right? That's very sudden. Yeah. Uh, and I, I like I didn't even have suicidal thoughts when I was depressed. You know, it was different. This one was yeah. just like just like it was blackness. Oh. Blackness. And I was fortunately terrified. So I had that's a little bit of a feeling, you know, left in me. Yeah. But it was so strong that mm. I didn't even feel like I could call anybody. Like if I called my parents, I would just call them to say goodbye. And I just knew I had to commit suicide. But then I said, you know what? This is just so weird. Like, yeah. Yeah. And I knew I couldn't call my friends because I had a feeling it wouldn't help. And it's just too weird. And I had to do something. I, I, I had to call the suicide hotline basically. I was like, how, how are those guys? Mm-hmm. You know? Somebody that you didn't know. <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah. Um, and I did. And and I managed to get um, this guy basically told me, you probably like overwork, you've been up under a lot of stress. So just, you know, give yourself time to, to rest. Mm-hmm. And uh, I managed to get, um, to find a psychologist online and get an appointment, which was very lucky. Uh, without telling her what was going on. You know, I just booked online like at 8 p.m., I think, mm-hmm. an appointment with the psychologist on the Friday at 8 mm-hmm. p.m. And I went. I, I never met that woman. Yeah. Wow. 
And I just told her what was going on. I was like shaken with what is it with me? You know, I love life. What the hell? Mm. Um, And I told her about my sister and I told her and I used these words. Mm -hmm. It's like I said, I feel like I am alone. Like I am all alone. Mm. It was about something, you know, completely different. It was just a feeling that I had, but it was, it just, it just moved me so much. Later on, oh. when I studied psychobiology, I found out that there's these patterns in our brains. And um, I was at the age that my parents were when my sister died, so that the brain just repeats the pattern at wow. the same time. But then I didn't know that, you know. Mm-hmm. And she told me one right. day, it was, it was absolutely ridiculous and just so simple. And I don't know why, but it worked. <laughs> I told her, but I'm all alone. And she said, mm-hmm. yeah, but you're not alone. <laughs> it was so ridiculous. I don't know. It just worked, seriously. The next day, I felt better. So I made it through the night, you know. I just, <laughs> yes, I just felt so much yeah. better talking to this this Aww. stranger somehow. She was able yeah. to, and it, it became better. So it was just like one one day, one afternoon. Wow. But then, you know, you said a couple of things yeah. that just resonated with that. And now I know it's still there. Yeah. Yeah. It is still there. And so you could try to like rationalize yeah. it with your very skillful yeah. brain. But right. That is not the gateway, is it? So maybe it is to, I mean, you also, I mean, I had no idea I was going to be talking about <laughs> I thought this was going to come differently. Like that, you know. I know, I bet you did. You're like, let's do a business coaching session. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, no. Am I going to talk about trauma? You know, but but the thing is, you know, we, we, who we are, we bring who we are to whatever we do. And the thing is, is that this could be one of your biggest oh, yeah. tickets to oh, freedom, yeah. to inner and mm-hmm. outer freedom. I have chills right now just in saying that. It's like, you are such a brilliant light already. And what you've created is already so incredible. And I know that's hard for you to no, take in, awesome. but just no, trust me. Awesome. <laughs> You're like, no, just I got that. Them. I have but I know, in a jar. I just put that stuff it, in there. Yeah. <laughs> But it's kind of like, you know, I'm successful and you're like, yeah, whatever, you know, (laughs) that kind of thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it is there. It's like kind of shrugging off. It's in the past or it's done. Let's do new. Yes. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But this, it, you know, what happened to you is in the past. Yes. But it is still like, I believe perhaps locked Mm -hmm. somewhere in your body. And it's coming up perhaps during stressful times, perhaps during times of, you know, and stress and excitement can be two sides of the same coin. So you launch Tech Club, you have people who are so excited, it creates excitement. You know, the flip side of excitement is stress, right? Anxiety, excitement, those can two sides of the same coin Mm. too and so something in you goes 
maybe not even consciously, but yes. I'm all alone. And they're going to leave me anyway. And then I just, just wait shuts for that. Yeah. Right. Another... Yeah. You're going it, to, it's mm-hmm. right. It can be like the imposter syndrome. Yes. Right? Kind of. But I don't think that's, yeah. or you're, that's that. Kind of. Redeemed. Yeah. It, but it's like, you're going to leave because I'm all alone. Right. See, I thought it was, you're going to leave because I'm not good enough, but you're going to leave because I'm all alone. Yeah. It's like that the deepest belief is I'm all alone. And again, you can think about it and rationalize with that part of you. But that's, I don't believe that that's actually going to, I mean, you've done that in your life, right? Many times. But this isn't like if you could have rationalized this away, you, oh, yeah. you would have done it yes. by now. Yes, of course. Right. So this place of I'm all alone is like, I believe it's somewhere in the body, you know, um, maybe not like in a specific location, but it's, it's stuck. There's stuck energy. And that makes sense because, again, as a kid, we're unable to deal with really painful trauma. And so we have to put Mm -hmm. it in a box somewhere Mm -hmm. in our body, right? Push it down, push it down. Because if it's survival. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. So one of the pathways may be breath work. And you may actually, because there's been so much pushing and, and this is like a reigning theme that you've had, you may actually want to work with someone like a very skilled Mm -hmm. breathwork instructor. So perhaps don't go to like an Mm -hmm. online course or do it alone, but have somebody there who can kind of guide you. And there are lots of breathwork practitioners i'm imagining in poland no i always do things online do you need to do this in person in person that's well i think i think for (laughs) i know right i know but you know what it might actually be good with the i'm so alone i'm saying that in polish it's a different um working with your native language what is it oh yeah exactly can you say i'm all alone Jestem sama, or jestem całkiem sama. Jestem sama, jestem sama. Jestem sama. I I usually use English basically, so I've just I've just gotten so much to English. It doesn't resonate that much anymore. Yeah. Uh, but were you speaking Polish yes. when your sister yes. died? And I speak Was Polish here because I live now in Poland now. But I, I yeah, of Poland. course, yeah. But I mean, was that yes. primarily the language yes. that you? Okay, so it may actually be quite profound mm, for might you. Be. I have chills. Interesting. Yeah, because yeah, that's going to be. Something. I've never worked with yeah. a Polish person on any of this. Oh, sorry. No, I did my psychobiology oh my course. Gosh. Sorry, I did that. Okay. Before. I forgot. Uh, but uh-huh. this word, yeah. this is an interesting word because uh-huh. I always used to say 
for the longest amount of time. So I've always been like independent. I wanted to be independent. You know, you show me how to do something and, or, um, and I'm like, and I would say in Polish, uh, me alone, like, yes, alone, alone, meaning I, I want to do this alone. You know, like give it to me. I want to do this now. Don't show it to me again. And don't try to do this with me. I got to do this alone. You know, it's the same word. It's a different word in English. Like, you know, give it to me, you would say, right. But in Polish, it's the same. And I was always like calling for that alone, alone. Yes. I want to do this alone. So it has a double meaning there, which is, wow. That's it. Yeah. There's a connection there. Yes. Double alone. You know? Yes. Yes. Well, and trauma can bring up a hyper independence. Mm. Mm. Because, because, yeah. So Mm -hmm. I would look up that word and also see what that word, you know, see that word in Polish as well. Mm -hmm. Like play around with that word a little bit, but hyper-independence for some of us who have been through a lot of trauma is, you know, when we were kids, we develop this way of trusting ourselves. Like we have control Mm -hmm. within ourselves, right? It becomes a controlling, like nobody can do it as good as I can. Obviously. (laughs) obviously right and that's how we rationalize it right and then we affirm it and then it becomes we're working alone we don't trust others you know it can have like a ripple effect not necessarily but it can but really the hyper independence is a way of controlling Mm. our life and our work so something to think about. Yeah, now I think about, you know, I even like to, like I refurbished a couple of apartments, like my apartments, uh, my parents' house, you know, I like to help out. I like to, like, if I think about refurbishing an apartment, my first thing is I'm, I'm just going to do it alone, you know, I'm just going to do it on my own. And if, if I need mm-hmm. somebody, then I will, you know, ask for help. Yeah. But I basically... I am. I have many skills. Like I'm more of a generalist, you know. It's just, you know, mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. it is imperative for Alex that she knows how to do everything. Like you know, most girls don't know how to. I don't know, light a fire in the fireplace, wherever. Yeah. Right. I'm like, no, I know how to fish. I know. I, I gotta know everything. Uh-huh. <laughs> so that I can do it alone. Yeah, because yeah, you're all alone. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, a couple mm-hmm. action steps for you. I want you to um I want you to reach out for somebody to someone in the next few days. I would say in the next mm-hmm. week. You're doing let's say you're doing something and you can't quite figure it out. Like don't go to Google you know, actually think about who in your very large network, it sounds like you have a, a large network of people who might be oh able God, to help me with this. Like, that I could actually. Yeah. It's just like, it why don't I do it alone? Like I can Google this stuff. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. But that, you know, it's like you, um, 
it's you're learning how it's it's like teaching yourself how to yeah. ask for help and uh, yes and yeah. then I have the same thing with high ticket clients I'm like they can do this alone why would they hire me you know <laughs> yeah different. well people that don't have the I'm so alone yeah are gonna ask for help people, yes <laughs> normal people (laughs) exactly yeah yeah yes yeah people that don't have this refined you know hyper independence that you have right and then the other thing the other thing is i i would like you to explore working with Mm. just doing one session Mm -hmm. in person with a polish breathwork person like somebody who's Mm. really skilled and I'm going to reach out to the place that I do, mm-hmm. you know, like I said, this online membership and he trains people all over the world. So I'm just going to reach out to him and ask him if he knows of anyone. I'm uh, where near are Gdansk, you in Poland? So it's um, by the sea. Near Gdansk. Yes. Yes. By the sea. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Great. Okay. Um. Yeah, so why don't you do some research? I'll do some research. And uh, I'm going to be reaching out to you with, hey, this could this person could be a possibility. Yes, exactly. I was like, I, I can go really okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I could feel that. You're like, I'm good, I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this is good. Yeah. So when when you begin, it's a badge of honor too. So when like that's a problem. Yes. Oh yeah. Oh well. So is working till you collapse, right? (laughs) Although no, I've never that working for you. That one time. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But you know what I mean. You did. You had that experience, right? You were so burned out. Mm, Yes. Two weeks ago, I was at the cottage house with my friends, and there was just the 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 path. You know, my parents hadn't used it in years. It was just all covered in crawlers, etc. You could barely walk on it. And I was like, with my girlfriend's there. So we walked down uh, somehow. And I am like, well, this is, you know, they went down to the, to the lake. And I was wearing my bathing suit, you know, and I didn't go to the lake. I'm like, you got to clean this up. It took an hour in my bathing suit, and I just—it wow. looks amazing now. It's just amazing. I cleaned the whole uh-huh. fucking thing out. Like they were like, "Alex, come <laughs> play with us. This is fun." <laughs> and yeah. yes, oh my god, that's another a badge of honor, you know? Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. So this is beginning <laughs> to dismantle those badges of honor. Well, the badges, they're heavy. They weigh down the shoulders, right? And they get stuck in the body, too. Interesting. Interesting. Okay, so I'll be waiting for that email from you. Uh, Not idly waiting. Good, I'm glad to be waiting for it. No, I (laughs) I don't mean waiting. Oh, yes, you can. (laughs) I know, I know, I know. I'm going to have my own results and see if you send yeah, the same no, thing, I, you know? <laughs> I know, exactly. Well, there'll be a contest. Yeah. Can I get it to you faster oh, than you can Google? But honestly, it does feel like yeah. nice to have. Because oh. 
my work forced me for to that. Sorry to uh, interrupt, but uh, like when I, you know, I got my team was 15 people. Then uh, Friday to Monday, it became 40 people because there was a restructure, and then somebody got sick or something, and I got from 40 to 70 people, and it forced me to outsource. Uh, it forced me. I couldn't yeah. do things on my own anymore, and that was a good lesson. And it yeah. does feel good to feel that you have help. It, it does. Um, but yes, but oh, it's just like it I does. feel that the weight is on my shoulders. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. all the pictures <laughs> of honor. It's the hyper independence. It's the, I'm, you know, I'm yeah. all alone. Yeah. And yeah, I just, I think on the other side of this, you know, this is the breath work is just yeah. perhaps one piece yeah. of it, right? Um, but it could lead you down the yes, path. Yes, I think it will. It, yeah, it, it definitely mm -hmm. will. And it definitely resonates now. Yeah. I mean, I can see how many, how big the octopus of this thing is, basically. It is, but but with that too comes the level yes. of freedom and joy. Like, think about yes. how heavy this has been for you, and you're not yes. even aware of it very often because you're so um, you're so able to yes. take care of yourself <laughs> and do what needs to be done, and you know, run the business, and yeah. But but there is this part of you that is tired from carrying all of this yes so and numb. i've been feeling quite tired for for yeah. a couple of months at least um and i think it might be yeah. you know that 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 definitely adds up definitely adds up to it. yes it does yeah it does yeah so those definitely. are your two actions that's it thank you so yeah. much good Okay, my dear. Oh, it is so my pleasure. <laughs> and, thank you. Uh, thank you for being persistent. <laughs> I certainly appreciate that. And I should be like that a little more. So uh, if anybody's listening to, to the podcast, yeah. uh, the, the podcast was shifted to like half an hour later and it's already a little late for me in Poland. And then the date was shifted another yeah, 15 I minutes. Know, and I, I said, no, let's just do it another uh -huh. time. Yeah. And then Kristen sent an email saying, no, I really want to do this with you. We cannot do this for a couple of weeks if we shift mm -hmm. and I'm excited about this. Yeah. And that is enough for me. It's like, you know, somebody showing that little bit of initiative and telling me, I wait for you. I'm here for you. You're not going to be all alone, whatever. <laughs> yeah, you're worth it. Yeah, you're not alone, like, right? You're not yeah. alone. And that, of course... Yeah, that was not spoken yeah. at all. Like none of this was yes. spoken beforehand. Yes. So thank you for, for you know this doing that, that that little yeah like it was one sentence or two sentences. Uh, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Well, I didn't want you to think that I was um, that me moving the session that that meant that you didn't matter to me and that mm. your time was. Oh, I didn't valuable think that. Too. I just, I realized because it absolutely something happened, is whatever. It's yeah. Probably, you know, yeah. yeah. Things, things come, come up. up. Yeah. It's life. Yeah. 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 But thank you for being willing. You know, I know it is late and I've 
kept you on <laughs> quite a bit. So I hope you have a wonderful well, sleep. Thank you. This is wonderful. <laughs> thank you so much. I'm sure it's yeah. going to help. Uh, let's let's stay in touch. And um, yes. please, I would love that. We will. Yes. Well, I'll be emailing you with the breath work. Polish I actually got excited facility. about the idea that I want to be Googling this and I will just wait for information from you. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. Perfect. Yes. That sounds great. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. Okay, Fantastic. good. Thank you so okay. much. This was amazing. You are welcome, Alex. Hi there. I hope you got a lot from this coaching session. And if there's anything that you would like to share with me, about what you've learned about your own self, about how parts of your life may be impacting your business and your life today, I welcome it. You are welcome to email me at hello at kristenmorrison.com. You can also send me a voicemail by going to the podcast show notes page. You will find information about how to leave me a voicemail, and I would love to hear how this episode has impacted you. If you would like to leave a message for Alex on my voicemail, you are absolutely welcome to do that, and I will pass that message on to her. And especially if there are parts of this episode that you can relate to, I, I know it would be really wonderful for Alex to hear about that. And I would love to hear about it too. So again, in the show notes page, you will find out how to leave me and or Alex a voicemail. So the show notes page, kristenmorrison.com forward slash podcast 31. That is the number 31. And you will also find information about the 28-day business and life boot camp for badass women. So that is starting next month. I am so excited about it. I would love to have you be a part of it. There's an early bird price that is happening now and it's going to be ending soon. So if you are interested in signing up at the lowest price, you can find out more by going to the show notes page, kristenmorrison.com forward slash podcast 31 or you can go to kristenmorrison.com forward slash bootcamp. I wish you such a beautiful day. I wish your heart tenderness and care as you move through this day or evening. And really, for you to notice those parts of yourself that may still be impacted by things that happened many years ago. And knowing that, knowing that also those parts of yourself, once recognized, can be the catalyst or the gateway to begin to be moving forward in your life, in your business. And that will often help the logjam move in your stream of life. Take good care. Bye. Did you know that in addition to coaching business owners on this podcast, Kristen Morrison also offers private one-on-one business and life coaching sessions, as well as online group classes. 
Kristen's rapid-fire private coaching sessions will help you get the answers to your most important business and life questions. Rapid-fire sessions are 25 or 50 minutes. If you have one or two specific questions or business issues, this is a fast way to get you pointed in the right direction. Kristen also offers Best Year Yet Coaching to help you create an empowering roadmap of 10 business or life goals for the next 12 months. You'll learn how to set powerful monthly and weekly action steps to keep you on track to accomplish even your biggest goals. You can start Best Year Yet Coaching at any time of the year. The Best Year Yet Starter Package includes a two-hour private coaching session with Kristen and goal-setting and tracking software to help you stay on top of your goals all year long. If you'd like to book a vacation and experience a day of private coaching, you can take your business and life to the next level with an immersive coaching experience when you book a VIP coaching day with Kristen Morrison in either California or Hawaii. When you book a VIP coaching day, you'll receive customized business and life coaching with Kristen as your guide. You'll also learn what you need to find and hire great staff or attract profitable clients or customers or both. You'll receive a full day of customized coaching to help you get unstuck in your business and your life, plus a lot more. If you'd like to spend a full day with Kristen and learn how to leap over your roadblocks and create systems and strategies that enable you to work on your business instead of in your business, the VIP Coaching Day is for you. In addition to private coaching, Kristen teaches live webinars and online workshops. These classes enable you to watch, listen, and learn from wherever you're at in the world. If you're not able to attend the live class date, simply sign up and you'll automatically receive the recording the day after the class. New webinars and workshops are added to the website monthly. The VIP coaching days, private coaching sessions, and monthly group classes give you many options to take your business and life to a new level of growth, satisfaction, and profitability. To find out more, go to kristinmorrison.com. That's K-R-I-S-T-I-N morrison.com. Or go to this episode's show notes page to find out more about private coaching or online classes to begin transforming your business or life right now. To find out more, go to kristenmorrison.com. The Business Pathfinder podcast is hosted by Kristen Morrison. To read this episode's show notes, go to kristenmorrison.com. Kristen is an author, speaker, and holistic business and life coach. Outside of her professional work, she enjoys an adventurous life with her husband in Northern California and Hawaii. To apply to be coached by Kristen on this podcast or to learn more about her private coaching, interactive webinars, and transformational workshops, go to kristenmorrison.com or find her on Instagram at Coach Kristen Morrison. Thank you for listening to the Prosperous Pet Business Podcast. It would be great if you would take a moment to write a quick review on iTunes. For any questions, comments, or pet business coaching topics you would like to hear on future podcasts, please visit us at www.prosperouspetbusiness.com or www.sixfigurepetbusinessacademy.com.